Well, good morning, Cornerstone Covenant Church. Uh, it's my honor and privilege to be able to help you this morning and preach in your community for Greg and Amanda as we keep them in our prayers uh, this morning. Again, my name is Jeremiah Fair. I am the pastor at uh, Community Covenant Church in Scotts Valley. Greg and Amanda are dear friends of mine. Last year we got the pulpit swap. Uh, I know some of you do come over and visit our church from time to time in Scotts Valley when you come visit your cabins. I hope this finds you well. I hope your church is doing well. What a beacon of light you are in that neighborhood. Uh, the church kind of maintaining the college neighborhood. I just hope you all continue to do well, continue to flourish. And again, we're in special prayers for Greg and Amanda and their family in this time. You know, going into this sermon this morning, I know it's stupid, but a few months ago, I really only thought this COVID thing was real when they canceled sports. Truly. I took billionaires willing to lose millions and millions of dollars to convince me that maybe this was a little bit more than just a seasonal flu. And I'm a shallow guy, you know. I was a little bit thrilled when the NBA canceled because well, the Warriors weren't doing particularly well. And it meant LeBron wouldn't get a championship, which is really a win-win in most places. So I was weirdly grateful for this time in that way, too. But because this is this strange moment, though. I remember when the billionaires killed sports... I was like, oh, this is a big deal. I would say it's a moment where I lost my way, where I felt like things were getting too big for me. And then, as you all know, even in Turlock, we started to see uh, the urgency for racial reconciliation as our Black Lives Matters brothers and sisters started to call us to the systems in America that are creating oppression. And so both of these pandemics of, of racism and this disease are hitting at the same time, and it's causing massive confusion. And for me, it's too big for me. And I would like to tell you I've lost my way. I also phrase it as none of us know what we're doing. But deep down inside, I feel like I've lost my way. My knowledge of how to move through life and get to the places I need to be. Where did you maybe lose your sense of control in this season? Your sense of knowing what tomorrow might bring. Your way. Maybe it hasn't happened yet. Maybe it happened when a family member or a friend finally got sick with COVID. When did you say, I don't know the way forward? When did you say we as a church don't know the way forward? All we can do is be day to day. Well, I hope this passage will give us indication as you've been studying the words of Jesus. Um, in John 14, 1, it's a famous passage, and we might say it's the famous passage in many ways. Perhaps Jesus' words for us might ring into the unknown this morning and into our unknowing and give us guidance on the way forward. Let me pray this morning and we'll dive into the scriptures in John 14. Father, these are your words. They're very special to us. May they change us. In Jesus' name, amen. John 14 says this, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Also believe in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself so that where I am you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Verse 1 says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, also believe in me. And I think this is the call to all who run in circumstances that are bigger than themselves. We hear Jesus say, do not be afraid. Do not let your hearts be troubled. He speaks to our hearts today as he did to the people back then. And I want to say it's easy for you to say, Jesus. (laughs) 
It's easy for you to say, don't let your hearts be troubled. You're God and stuff, right? Um, okay, I'll just, add, I'll just say that whenever the pandi- pandemic becomes so overwhelming, I have panic attacks. I'll just throw that out there. Okay, don't let your hearts be troubled. But here's the thing. We know there's good days and bad days, right? We know there's good days and bad days. So we have to sometimes lean into this as if it were true, even though it doesn't feel like it is. So sometimes I take these words from Jesus into myself, do not let your hearts be troubled, and believe they're true, even though I don't feel like they're true. And maybe you, you all in Cornerstone are in that same space right now. And then it says, but it's not just that. It says, believe in God and also believe in me. Let your belief, the thing that your bedrock of knowing who God is, guide you and almost anchor you. In many ways, the ancient church used to use the anchor as a symbol. A Christian symbol that Jesus anchors us so when the boat is swirling in a storm, we don't let our hearts be troubled because we are anchored in our belief in God and belief in Jesus. Verse 5, the question Thomas asks as he goes through, hey, come, you're going to come with me. There will be houses for you. Thomas says the question, I think it's on all of our lips. How can we know the way? I I think it's the COVID question. How can we know the way? Leave it to Thomas to always ask the right questions. Peter never does. Thomas always does. The healthy skeptic that he is. I think this is the question of our times. How can we know the way? Not even where is the way, but how can we even know the way? To even begin to step onto the path that is the way. When humans are adrift, we often ask questions. And the question should be, how can we know the way? Is it fair to say that none of us know what we're doing in this time? Is it fair to say that parents, grandparents, kids, grandkids don't know what they're doing in this time? Is it fair to say that in most of your jobs, you really have no idea what's going to work in this time and what doesn't? I sure don't. As a pastor, I don't know what I'm doing. We're moving forward in faith and community, but I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know the way. How can we know the way? I ask God very often. How can we know the way, Lord? That none of us have a clue how to respond to this ever-changing information feels like the question, how can we know the way? When our jobs may or may not be safe day in and day out, how can we know the way? Now, I may not be able to say my heart is not troubled. I may not even be able to say I believe all the time, which is fair, right? But I can say I don't know the way. Hear that again. I may not be able to say my heart is not troubled. I may not even be able to say I believe all the time, but I can say I don't know the way. Right? I do not know the way. But that's not even the question. It's even how can I know the way? This is why I love Thomas. He speaks what we all think, but dare not say out loud. He knows how can we know the way is the right question. For Thomas, how much had to be peeled back to be able to ask this question? How much pride and confidence in his own religion. How much for you and I, brothers and sisters, has been peeled back in these four months of COVID and racial protests where we can now ask the question, how do we know the way? In our confidence, in our Sunday mornings, and our rhythms, we thought we knew the way and realize, how do we know the way? By the way, a good religious person never asks this question. But I think a good human does. A good religious person might never ask, how do I know the way? They're going to be confident that they know the way. But a good human asks the question, how can I know the way? Admitting that the way is too big for us to know. A hope is too, the hope in this is too big for us to know. 
When we say, I know the way, the opposite of that is, how can I know the way? And so we thank Thomas for the question, how can we know the way? Who are we when we can't meet for church? How can we know the way? When we are seeing social unrest and we don't have easy answers or fixes, how can we know the way? And the answer from our Lord in verse 6, I am the way. I am the way, Jesus says. Words big enough to build a life in. Jesus is the way. I think we're learning this right now, folks. I think that God is teaching us during this time that the white church specifically has missed the mark when it comes to racial reconciliation. And I think the first posture for many of us is how can we know the way? Not that we have it figured out, not that we know what we're doing, how can we know the way? Jesus, my friends, is the way, not us. This is what I think he's teaching us in predominantly white churches. Jesus is the way, not us. Jesus is the way, not the church. Jesus is the way, not our Sunday morning live services. Jesus is the way, not Christianity. Hear that one again. Jesus is the way, not Christianity. Jesus is the way, not your theology or dogma. I take great hope in this because in this season, I think I can remain connected to Jesus, even though the church doesn't look like what it's been for my whole life. The rituals that have brought me comfort and meaning are gone. Richard Rohr says, Jesus is the face of God. Jesus is the face of God. And without Jesus, I would not believe in God. Amen. Without Jesus, I would not believe in God. And I love this, by the way, because for the early Christians, they didn't call themselves Christians. In fact, it was outsiders that called themselves Christians, called them Christians, or Christ's lackeys. When they came up with a word for themselves, they simply called themselves, according to Acts, the way. If you followed Jesus, you were known as those who belong to the way. And we, why, where do we get this from? I am the way. I think, I wonder what it would be like to go back to this and be a follower of Jesus in the way. There's a famous story where Jesus comes into Jericho. And as he's going through Jericho, he's following his namesake toward Jerusalem. As Joshua came through Jericho, Joshua and Jesus being the same name in different languages. As Joshua came through Jericho to take over Israel, so Jesus swings through Jericho, busily on his way to the cross and reconciliation. And as he goes, a blind man named Bartimaeus yells, Son of God, have mercy on me. Heal me. And he says it over and over and over. When, Jesus, when he asks, Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? What he asks, he says, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind says, man says, let me see, let me see. By the way, this blind man who calls out has more faith in Jesus than his own disciples, who a story earlier, when Jesus asked the same question, what do you want me to do for you? And he said, they said, give us power. This blind man wanted mercy and healing, which feels more like us now. We just need mercy and healing. So the blind man knows more about Jesus. And what happens after he heals him? The verse tells us the blind man followed Jesus on the way. The way being very intentional. That when we are healed, our response is to follow Jesus on the way. My friends, my friends, this might be the season in which this is what we do. We, number one, ask for healing from Jesus, which is far harder to do for us than asking for forgiveness. Heal me, Lord. Heal our nation, Lord. Heal our county, Lord. Heal us, Lord. And in doing so, we are going to move along with Jesus along the way. I wonder if our, perhaps our healing is connected to getting back to Jesus being the way, not our church, not our Christianity, not our religion, not our beliefs, Jesus being the way. Those things support that, 
but they can also be distractions to that. If we want to get anywhere, maybe we need to stop being Christians for a while and join the more ancient religion, faith of the way. Maybe this week, God is calling you to humble yourself and ask the Thomas question, how can we know the way? Maybe that would be the most courageous thing you can do in the midst of COVID to pretend you know what you're doing, to stop pretending that you've got to figure it out, to stop pretending these things are understood by you and to embrace the confusion and the question, Lord, how can we know the way? Maybe your church is asking that very question. As Greg and Amanda go through hard things, how can we know the way? Maybe Jesus being the way is so much more than you have ever imagined. You've never even been able to ask this question. Maybe you've never even considered when Jesus says the way, all the things that aren't the way in our own faith. Or maybe you've been in control your whole life and now for one moment, there's no control left. And so there's this deep question, how are we to know the way forward, Lord? With COVID, with Black Lives Matter in our culture, in our families, what might it mean for you this week to see that Jesus is the way? Maybe it's spending time reading his teachings. Maybe it's spending time asking him for open eyes to see him around you in your town and in your neighborhood. Or maybe you need his healing, heart and mind, and you need his healing on us, us being plural, our cultures and communities. By the way, in the hope in all this, Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and finally says, I am the life. This is the mystery I want to understand. I am the life. It feels like this is what I need during the COVID season. I am the life. I am fulfillment. I am meaning. I am purpose. I am the life. I don't always understand this with Jesus, but I think it's connected to I am the way. And I hope to explore that in the next few months myself to understand what it means that Jesus is the way. I think it's wrapped up in being confused right now and not knowing the way, but then accepting that Jesus is the way. So my friends at Cornerstone Covenant Church, may God make these words real to you. May you first have the courage to ask the question, how can we know the way? May may you connect to your deepest self where that question is already being asked, and may you let it out and pray it to God. And in that process, may Jesus give you small steps that teach you what it means that Jesus is the way. And may that give you hope and grace and life, my friends. Grace and peace to you, Cornerstone Church.